0: to another episode of RPG The Golden Years Golden year. and the review of Hell.
1: Yes, Hell. <laughs> oh yes, this is the uh, the Double Dungeons review, or as we're going to call it from now on, Hell. That's right. <laughs> so, That's hey, guy, you want to re- hear something funny real yeah. quick? Yeah, I want to hear something hilarious because I haven't okay. had much fun with this. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm sure everybody knows and has seen the trailer of the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Have you seen that, Bill? (laughs) Uh, I have indeed. Okay, do you want to hear something even funnier with that? Yeah. They're going back and redoing Sonic. No. The design of that guy. No. Yep. They got so much heat from people that they're going to go back and redesign him what which I, is a good idea I,
1: I am surprised i was just getting used to it i mean who who's the guy playing do we know who the actor is playing sonic No. Oh, yeah. um, they've, clear, they've clearly based his face on someone <laughs> uh, sonic the hedgehog yeah you know you know you know like when they make the character look ever so slightly like the person who's playing oh i don't know them. let's see here. i just thought that was funny i just <laughs> happened to read
0: it in the news i was like oh yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea.
1: I ha- I have to say though cuz uh, I was I was having a, a discussion on Discord and um uh Jeff from uh, no one can know about this. He he kind of said like it looks like Jim Carrey having more fun in this film than he's had for the most for the last 20 years <laughs> from the trailers. Probably. And I was just like it does look like Jim Carrey's really enjoying himself and if Jim Carrey's on form from like he was in the 90s, I'm probably going to enjoy this quite a lot. Yeah, well, and I like the fact that they they're going back because of the flack that people
0: are giving this uh, the <laughs> the character design that they're going to go back and redo it. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> so what I just thought that
1: out There, I thought that was funny. I just
0: saw that in the news right now.
1: No, that's a good one. Um, yeah, so welcome to our Peggy, everyone. And uh, this isn't just any episode of our Peggy. This is a review episode. We're reviewing. Uh, <laughs> do you want to know what's the appalling thing, Rich? This is the fourth the game of the year. Is it really? Not 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 our calendar year. The calendar year of 1990. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Because, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of bonus games thrown in, haven't we, along the way. So um, this is actually only the fourth game of 1990. <laughs> so next year, when we do our end of season review, we've only got four games to talk about. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Good. It's taken us a long time to get here, considering how long it took us to get to the first end of season review. Which was That's three right. games. Well, actually, which was two games, including one bonus. But, you know, what the hell? Anyway, speaking of hell. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, I've forgotten to do the Battle Royale for like the fifth week in a row. Can somebody please remind me to tweet out the Battle Royales? Lycan, where are you, man? <laughs> you always like a while. No, but we're getting so close to the end. <laughs> so, yeah. so close to the end. So I want to remember, if I don't do it today, like this is Friday, I want to do it on Friday. I want to tweet those out just so that they're ready for next week's uh, end of end of year review. I can just say, okay, these ones are done. <laughs> and we'll move on. But yes, because we've now finished Hellrich, we can now move yeah. on in the world to the Saga Frontier, which is our first actual forced entry patron game. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Disa. This is Disa's choice, as we called it way back when, when she was deciding on what game to put in. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Saga Frontier. Have you uh, have yeah. you got the game ready yet, Rich? Uh, not
0: yet. It's on its way.
1: It's on its way. You've had to buy it twice now, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened with the other one. I'm a little disappointed about that. So
1: have you lost Saga Frontier 2 as well? I think so. Oh, i have to man. look
0: more. Deal. It's fine. It's <laughs> no big deal. It's easy to
1: get access to those games. Yeah, because I remember you waving them at me on the webcam. Well, it's easy yep. for you. <laughs> it's not yep, so easy can. to get hold of over here. Uh, okay, so yes. So guys, you know, officially, you're going to be hearing this on Tuesday. We are starting Saga Frontier Tuesday. Uh, I've given I've given the, the people on Discord you know notice that as of Monday Tuesday you know you guys are free to release the hounds and start bashing through this game, and I'm sure you'll all beat it before me and Richard. Yep. <laughs> Especially as Rich has got to rely on the U.S. Postal Service to bring him here. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they get, it gets pretty quick. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. What was it? What was one that took ages? Oh, it, was a, it was a Final Fantasy Legend, wasn't it? Took forever yeah. to turn up. <laughs> I do. I already
0: did order uh, Final Fantasy Legend two because that's going to be uh, one of the games we play in next season. And then I did order the uh, Sega Classic for my Switch.
1: Awesome! I think that's got the Sword Is of a Million on it. Is that
0: right? Yeah, it's got Sword of a Million, uh, Shining in the Darkness, the Sword of Hope, Fancy Star three, awesome. and. Go down, scroll down a little bit on the list. <laughs> a, little
1: <more. laughs> a little
0: more. A little more. Okay, I think that's it. No, it's got on there. So it's got several of the games that we need.
1: Uh, cool. Okay, so yeah, we're. Hang on, what's the last one? So it's big season next one. Kadash is the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Kadash is on there. It might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. We'll find out. Uh, oh, I've also been told. Yeah, so there was a big discussion on. There was actually a big discussion on Discord about uh, yeast, yeast free. Um, yeah. Apparently. The SNES version is the worst version. <laughs> oh no, the, the Mega Drive version of that game is the worst version. But you're supposed Ooh. to play the Turbo CD one. Uh, but I think, uh, we'll get to this later, Rich, but I think if you want to play the remake version of that which is like called Legend of Faguli or something. It's <laughs> a Some ridiculous name. Uh, and I'll okay. play the, uh, the Turbo CD version. Okay, where's it's that easy. one at? Uh, you can get it on the Vita. Oh, okay, okay. You can just okay, you can okay. just download it from the PSN store, I think. Wait, uh, but the remake, the remake is like all the other yeast games. Whereas the uh, the East free, uh Turbo CD like SNES and all that version, is like a weird sized side scrolling RPG. Okay. <laughs> and it's supposed to be unbelievably hard. <laughs> but um, but yeah, with the with with yeast one and two, I played the original version on the Turbo CD, and you played the modern remake version on the iPhone, didn't you? So I think we should stick to that sort of. Yeah, that's fine. We stick, can do yeah, that. Then, then, then we get a good idea of you know the various different things. But anyway, we can discuss that next week. That's more. In, do that's you, more you realize in the also stuff. that we have two? Uh,
0: I guess the two uh, Alandra and Saga Frontier. Like before, we even get to an actual game of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, okay. Technically, uh, so Alandra in the wrong spot, but because we had patron entries, I didn't want to move them. So. uh Ulandra is the, uh, that's the game I picked after we flipped a coin and I won the toss <laughs> that's uh, for right. the end of so large. So at the end of every season, one of us gets to pick a game to, pay, to play at the end of the next season. Yep. Uh, so we should really be playing Ulandra before we do the end of season review, but uh, I accidentally put it in the wrong spot on the uh, spreadsheet. Oh, okay. So and we're going to do, I felt bad because people, you know, patrons have paid the games to go in here. So I felt bad about moving it up. <laughs>
0: Okay, so are we going to move, um, we're going to do Saga Frontier and then Sword
1: of Vermillion. No, we're going to do Saga Frontier, Alandra, Sword of Vermilion. Okay. There's no changing to the list, but it's just that is kind of in the wrong spot. you so excited to get to Legends of Legaya. Lig- <laughs> I know, I know. Well, Legends of the Goons first. That's, uh, that's Lycan's I that pick. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Metal Max Returns. There's a lot to look oh, forward hey. to. Anyway, that's all good stuff for the end season yes. review. Uh, but yeah, as you can see here, I've gone ahead and I've actually put these in the right spots. So next okay, week, cool. one of us will win the chance to vote for a game <laughs> to go after Kadash. You know? Sweet. And then we go into Season 3 and all that sort of stuff. Uh, no, end of Season 3 and into Season 4. But anyway, 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 anyway. Let's get back to the Double D. <laughs> and not, not in a fun way. <laughs> Very sexual, it was. <laughs> so this game was sexually released <laughs> in North America ten thousand three hundred and fifty-four days ago on December thirty-first, nineteen ninety. December thirty-first, Rich, twenty-eight years ago. Who releases a game on New Year's Eve? <laughs> you know, one day later, and this could have been in the next season. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Um, Oh, God, yes. Um, So, it's 28 years old, this game. Over 10,000 days old. Um, I was very young. I was like four or five times. But yes, do you want to hear what you guys were listening to in the US? Of course. What your chart-topping hits was on New Year's Eve? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yes. It's time to Justify My Love by Madonna. (laughs) <laughs> oh look at her she's got a boob hanging out and everything. she's got this is her Marilyn Monroe face isn't it god she's such a terrible actress <laughs> I cannot stand Madonna like at all no
0: oh, she bothers me on a
1: very first anyway <laughs> that's, that's a good bit of bills singing now what I want to uh, what I want to uh, point out here Rich mm. <laughs> is that that was number one in the US when Double Dungeons released. Do you want to hear what was number one in the UK?
0: It has to be better than this crap. See Yeah, way better.
1: <laughs> yes. We were listening to the boys. And there he is, the front man. He, uh, he's from up the road from me, man. <laughs> Wait, he lives up the road from you? Oh, well, not literally up the road from me. He, he's, he, he's from Essex, Okay. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> but yes, Iron Maiden, bring your daughters to the slaughter. We were absolutely rocking it New Year's Eve, nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, man. Oh, I could just, you know, I'd rather just listen to this and carry on with the review. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring
2: your daughters, bring your daughters to the slaughter.
1: Yes, Rich.
0: <laughs> See, your your country was getting all he- uh you know heavy metal stuff mine is just all of a sudden becoming like desensitized and weird
1: <laughs> well the, by the, the thing is so far like i would probably say your country's had the slightly better music apart from the vanilla vanilla manili stuff <laughs> yeah uh, but yes uh we definitely definitely uh hands down we're listening to better music on New Year's eve nineteen eighty nine. uh 1990 yeah. sorry uh yeah i'm Maiden, so few other things to note on this day uh the iraq begins a military draft of 17 year olds (laughs) oh i'm I'm really scraping around for news (laughs) on the date on new year's Eve. i assume most people were sleeping but yes uh, the sci-fi channel and cable begins transmitting and uh united somali congress seizes the presidential palace i vaguely remember that I don't remember that at all. No, I was so young. But that, that seems really familiar. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that's all the news that we have really from December thirty first, nineteen ninety. Yeah, it looks like Britain was just rocking out. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to the the history of uh, of uh, double dungeons. history, Rich. Uh, Do you realise how little information I could find on this game? I assume there was none. Uh, What you see in front of you is literally the thing from Wikipedia. And I can find nothing else. (laughs) So... Double Dungeons is a role-playing game developed by Myasa and published by NEC for the TurboGrafx-16 in 1989 in Japan and in 1990 in North America. Its unique selling point is that it supports simultaneous two-player dungeons, uh, two-player gameplays. It was released for the Wii Virtual Console later on, and then it was released even later than that for the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, And that's basically it. I mean, I even went, I even, here we go, I'll bring this up. I added a link in here for the MyAssa game studio. And that's all I can find in it. It's just the list of games that they made. <laughs> it's like, it's now owned by um, Extreme. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, I mean, look, they just made a couple of. I mean, I don't recognize any of this. Like, Macross, Macross, I know because of the manga. <laughs> uh, there's Double Dungeons. Um, Prince of Persia, the Snes port, but they just ported it to the Snes. But again, I've never played or heard of that game. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it, Rich. Huh? Yeah. Do you know what I'm really worried about for this review? What the bit that concerns me most? Uh, you know, uh, when I did a review episode, I like to stick in music tracks between the sections. Now this section is yeah. very short. You don't uh, have any. Well. It normally comes out about 8 to 10 music tracks depending on how I'm feeling. (laughs) And so I normally take it from the OSTs from the game. I'm pretty sure there's only three tracks in this game. (laughs) Probably. Um, Anyway, yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I have on the history of this game. Let's move on to the game itself. This game. <clears throat> so, the king has sent his best warriors to find the kingdom's missing treasures. As one of them, the player enters creepy dungeons and gets ready to fight armies of monsters and demons, which includes green slimes, giant snakes, gnomes, orcs, giant bees, and so forth. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's a, it offers 21 dungeons straight from the start. And it opens up with this scene where you see the word double dungeons and it's got this big W behind it. Now, I did some research, Rich, because I was just like, why the hell is there a big W there? <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a, it's a Japanese thing, which means double. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is why they put it in there. And the whole reason that it's called double is because you can have a two-player mode. Which um, I did try out. Uh, so you have to make sure that you've got the <clears throat> you have to make sure that you've got the special attachment for the Turbo Graphics so that you can use two controllers, and then you're able to play two player. And basically, both players can simultaneously explore the dungeon. You can either work together to try and clear the dungeon. You can either uh, work against each other to see who can clear the dungeon first. And uniquely when you actually bump into each other that's the only time you can see your character's sprite and you can just battle each other <laughs> kill each other to have a quick battle to the death uh, and that's that's kind of the unique selling point of this game that's why it was called double dungeons but yeah you just basically you get sent into the dungeons by the king who just makes you explore uh to try and find things um yeah that's it really <laughs> I'm going to move on to the gameplay because I'm kind of already tried. I'm already spilling over into it. <laughs> so I'm not even going to bother having my five seconds of silence, Rich. I'm just going to move into the gameplay and not put any music in. Sounds good. So uh, I, my my synopsis of the gameplay before I started finding other stuff on the infinite was you move, you pick up stuff, you kill a boss. <laughs> okay. That was it. Now it's pretty straightforward. It's very, very straightforward. There's actually There's actually nothing wrong with the gameplay. The gameplay is very simple, very straightforward, and it's actually quite enjoyable. I'm going to give it its dues where it where it, where it where it where it where it earns them. It's not actually a bad game in itself. It's very simple, and it's a very simple dungeon crawler, and it's really smooth as well. Like the movement and the way the scenes move around you is very smooth, but it's so basic. Like huh. when you actually fight an enemy uh you've only got attack like you don't really have magic you have items that you can use and some of those items do cause magic but they are very few and far between um and but the character sprites don't actually move and when you do attack and you land a hit or they attack and land a hit the screen just flashes slightly hmm. so there's no animation in this game whatsoever um So you basically, you enter a dungeon, you know, you've got four walls and you can move north, south, east and west. And you've got a little compass telling you which way you're facing. And you manoeuvre your way through the corridors and the dungeons and you bump into enemies. And the enemies are fixed in their position and they respawn as well. There are a few unique enemies in the dungeons, Rich, that don't actually respawn. So they are just like one-off fights that you encounter. But for the most part, they do respawn so the idea is that you start every single dungeon so that's all 22 at level one you enter the dungeon there's a little screen that pops up which gives you a prologue and then once you finish the dungeon the little screen pops up with a little epilogue bit of text and i'll get to that later <laughs> but yeah you have to walk around basically you sort of grind against slimes and bees and skeletons and stuff building up your level because if you if in level one if you go for that marsh that uh there's like a marsh snake which is blocking your path to carry on into the deeper parts of the dungeon. If you go to him at too low a level, he's going to kick your tiny little bum very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you just go up to things and you just attack and kill them, grind for money, grind for, um, grind for money, and you grind for experience. Now, in the dungeons, you will find shops and you will find inns. In the shops, you can purchase uh, better weapons and armour, although the general consensus is just don't bother with the (laughs) armour. The defence boost that it gives you isn't really worth it in comparison to levelling up your levels, and so it's quicker to complete the dungeon by just buying the stronger weapons and just levelling up and saving your cash only for weapons. you've work your way around the dungeon. Uh, Again, like I said, there are inns as well. You can spend 100 100 of your gold pieces, uh, rest for the night, and recover your health. As you level up, Rich, your life replenishes itself. Not fully, but you, for the most part. So, you know, you go from level three to four, and your life will go up 100 hit points, say. And you're also, it actually recovers that amount of HP for you. So when you're sort of feeling a bit suffering, Suddenly, go up a level, you're completely rejuvenated. Basically, mine's okay. like twenty. You're like twenty HP off your maximum or something, and that keeps going until about a level um, fifteen, I think. So when you're in the later dungeons, once you get past, I think it's level fifteen, uh, your health no longer replenishes. So I didn't even bother with the ins until I started getting into the later dungeons of this game because they just, they just weren't worth it. Because every time I killed enough stuff, I'd get my HP automatically refilled. Um, Oh man! Um, <laughs> yeah, there are just a few items dotted around, and the only other thing to note is that you have to pick up the unicorn key in each dungeon to, in order to open the door to the last to the final boss of that dungeon. Then you walk in, you kill the final boss, and that's it. You know, there's a uh, healing potions, there's refresh potions with, that you can find and buy as well that uh, automatically refill your entire health, um, and. There's a Death Thunder spell which you can pick up which causes like 80 points of damage to things and then there's a Crystal Mirror which inflicts 100 points of damage to things. And these are items that you use as like magic. Uh, you can also pick up things like Moon Jewels and Star Jewels from enemies. You're supposed to sell those for more money in order to um, uh, buy stuff later on. And that's basically the gameplay ritual. That's everything that happens in this game. Um, <laughs> so is there more? no. That's it. It's really simple and really straightforward, and it it does work. Uh, when you're actually playing the game, it's not an unenjoyable experience. I actually did enjoy playing this game. I know, I'm, okay. I know I sound extremely negative about it, and I have been negative about it, but when you're actually sitting there physically playing the game, it is actually a little bit fun. It's not terrible, but it's the fact that the dungeons get so so big and they never change and like you do gradually get more enemies like different enemies as the as you get into the later harder dungeons and those enemy sprites are quite cool but it's so boring that there's no extra (laughs) variety there's no animations the music is the same over and over again and like i've got this little snippet here from the um from the manual um mainly because it shows you know like the level one dungeons it says takes about 30 minutes to complete and when i wasn't using a map for them it did take me about 30 minutes to complete i did a couple of level two dungeons uh, which it says takes about 60 minutes i was finding they would take me about 45 and then so i was thinking oh this is actually fairly accurate and then you look at it and you see the sky dungeon the last level level 22 has an approximate playing time of 160 minutes which is supposed to be 21... No, what did I say it was? 16 hours. Yeah, I think it was 16 hours, what you said. 16 hour in Final Dungeon. Now, admittedly, (laughs) the uh, Final Dungeon took me three hours. (laughs) I don't want people to be too freaked out in case they ever were going to play the game. Um, Now, poor old Disa is currently mapping these. It will take her 16 hours to do the Sky Dungeon. Uh, because that's the thing. I used a map, and so I took a direct route. I didn't. I didn't need to explore the top northwest of the dungeon whatsoever. I had to go south and south. I had to go south, and I had to go east. I had to go north into the next area, and then just work my way around to the center. And so it took me three hours because you didn't really need to be that high a level. So I think there's like a maximum level on this game of forty-seven or something weird like that. Okay, it's like a really weird level. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking go, why that number <laughs> uh i think i was level 32 when i got to the end boss and i killed him with no refreshes either he was fairly straightforward uh but i get pretty t- hard to, to deal with mm, not really because and I'll, I'll get to the end boss in a bit okay but yeah um but the shops are interesting because who the fuck opens a convenience store in the middle of an underground tomb
0: dude don't you know that's how all rpgs are you just happen to run across some random guy in a, in a dungeon hey i'm selling items oh. here I'm like dude what the freaking <laughs> hell are you doing here
1: well that was one of the things i liked in fantasy star one there was um there was one shop in a dungeon where the guy uh he was selling uh shortbread and he goes hey this was probably not the best place to open up my shop <laughs> do you want to buy some shortbread <laughs> He's like yeah i want some fucking shortbread i will give it to a guard to get into the next area um hey. It's crazy. So it's so so dumb. Um yeah, so um as I said with the sprites, they do get kind of interesting. Can you see that on my screen? Um yes, I can see that. Whoa. What the <laughs> hell? It looks like poop. <laughs> I know. Um I'm not really sure what this is. Uh someone on Discord described it as it looks like a brain tumor. Sure. I can't I can't work it out. It looks like a brain tumour with teeth uh this was guarding the last door to the last boss so there you go you can see i was level 31 when i got there <laughs> um this is augustina and it just looks absolutely appalling i just i had to take a picture of it it was the best sprite i'd seen um again giving this j giving the game its dues despite uh, despite my complaints that um you know as you can see there you've got the green ceiling the red floor and the gray walls that's what you saw for the whole game that never changed but the characters the actual enemy sprites were really nicely drawn despite the fact there was no animation and they didn't move because that's quite cool looking isn't it and there goes well you can see the double dungeons logo in the bottom in the bottom right rich with the the w it makes it so much easier just to have like that
0: with you have those three pieces of back or four pieces of background you get the ceiling the walls and the floor and then all you got to do is add just this character design because you don't ever see your character right yeah you don't
1: well not unless you're playing the two player bit okay but yeah, so I mean it's yeah, a very sim- very simple game. Very, very simple game. Because you've got your walls, you've got your dungeons, and I, I assume that's why they made the dungeons so big. They basically had this like, you know, this simple layout for a game. Let's just make the big let's just make the dungeons huge. People will love it. No. Everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the length of the first couple of dungeons were okay. And I'd even say the level two dungeons are alright. But beyond that, it just gets ridiculous, rich. It's just too much, and I dreaded it. I just dreaded going back into the game, and then that's when I, you know, as I said last week and the week before, I decided to just skip it. I just went to the twenty-second dungeon um, in order to do it. I was just like, I'm, I'm done with this game. I cannot, I cannot look at these grey walls anymore. And I honestly, I don't think I have anything else to say on the gameplay and the plot. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, um... yeah, but anyway, I'll get to the end boss at the end when I write him. So the plot, I'm going to move into the plot and I'm going to have some silence as well because let's get some music in. Let's get some terrible double-dumped music in. Summoned by the king, you are the last hope of a once peaceful land. Journey deep within the earth. Your quest to destroy a strange, unnatural force. Now, um, the color of these is not very good. Let me try and make this all a little bit bold. No, this take a uh, Rich, this is, this is literally the, um, <laughs> the epilogue. Uh, no, the prologue and the epilogues to every single dungeon. It actually made this the longest uh, review document I've ever created. <laughs> but I wanted to point out to you some of these. Um, I was going to pick them at random. <laughs> and we're going to see some of the spelling mistakes that are uh, in this game. Because it's, uh, it's very interesting. So th- we'll just I'll do dungeon one. So the king dispatches the warrior to the dungeon in order to find the kingdom's missing treasure. You uh, You fight a mime as the boss. And he says, see my power. You kill the mime. And then the epilogue says, an imprisoned mime has cast a spell. With the warrior's hard work, the treasure is now returned to the king. And there's 22 of these rich. And uh, yeah, there's number two. The kingdom has been encroached, by super, uh, encroached upon by supernatural powers. The warrior goes to the dungeon. That's a common theme as well. It normally says the warrior goes to the dungeon. Uh, now, when, when you're fighting the last boss, he says, fell my evil power fell rich
0: okay that not is not that's grammatically incorrect but okay not fill.
1: Right. he's felling trees <laughs> with his evil power <laughs> he wants you to fell trees with his evil power uh hey, do, did you see number three I yeah, love, uh, No
0: number number three makes you laugh warrior help a young girl who has been caught by the demons in the dungeon first question why is there a little girl in the dungeon
1: <laughs> well, she's probably uh, going to the shops
0: <laughs> i say at that point just cut your losses
1: yep <laughs> and then uh you, yeah this is why i always kept saying the snowman in the dungeon because the, fi- the final boss of dungeon 3 was a snowman <laughs> no. so the epilogue was a snowman has ki- had kidnapped her the warrior felt sorry for her and defeated her, the snowman Defeat! Uh, i can't even say it Defeat her. <laughs> there you go at the beginning of number four rumors of a vampire spreading throughout the kingdom king <laughs> summons the warrior. Um, yeah, man. This, the, the spelling mistakes in this game were just rife and the poor grammar. Ah, it was terrible. I mean, look at this. Number six. Uh, the actual end boss is called Skeleton uh, Masser instead of Master. They missed out the T. Who has exploded the legend of the mighty warrior. <laughs> who on earth would do such a thing? It's just terrible. Um, uh, the legend of the mysterious Blue Knight leads the warrior to the dungeon. He will follow him. <laughs> and then you fight the Blue Knight as the uh, end boss, and he says, I will not die. Uh, you will die, not I. Uh, the Blue Knight will rest in peace now. Farewell. <laughs> it's just Terrible. Look, spelt, here they spelt something wrong. They spelt it something. <laughs> uh, yeah. But as you go through the dungeon... No, they didn't. Uh, In fact, actually, because I noticed as well, when you go to type in, when you go to dungeon 22, so you have to complete the first 21 dungeons. And once you complete the first 21 dungeons, at the end of each dungeon, you're given a letter or a number. And then you have to build up the code in order to enter the code to unlock the 22nd dungeon. (laughs) Look at that. What's happening? (laughs) So i'm just gradually scrolling through them so yeah on on 15 it says a friend lives in the dungeon with the demons what's happening <laughs> and then it's, it's like it. he's controlled by the demons the warrior's heart is gripped with sorrow for his old friend um yeah so you have to enter these 22 codes, and you get these terrible scenes opening and closing with terrible grammar and then you gradually learn that um, everything. Because it's always a question at the end. Like, who would do this? Why is this happening? And it turns out that the demon laws, uh, Vandes is the one doing everything. And so um, <clears throat> uh, you have to go to his castle, I think, is the last dungeon. Um, yes, you do. So number 22. I I even spot T in that one. Uh, <laughs> Vandez shouts, fight me. The warrior accepts the challenge and goes to Bandes' Castle. But I couldn't help but notice uh, where it says uh, Dungeon twenty two, enter your dungeon code. Uh dungeon spelt wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is like this is the dun- this is the code screen and you spelt dungeon wrong and the game's called double dungeons and the word dungeon is everywhere. Yet here you spelt it incorrectly. <laughs> you've missed out the U and an N. <laughs> double un- dun dungeon. Dun- dun- dun. Uh yes. Uh, so, anyway, the final boss is Vandez, and uh, I had more trouble against that weird tr- tomb thing that I just showed you, Rich. <laughs> he took me longer to kill than Vandez. Uh, like I say, I wasn't max level. I wasn't overpowered or anything. I just walked in there. I started using my crystal mirror, which I can use over and over again. There's 100 hit points, and he just, like, fell within about seven or eight turns. And he was only doing one hit point of damage to me so if you haven't got a map for this game and you don't you know burn your way to the end of it and you have to go around exploring the whole dungeon how easy must he have been <laughs> i just i can't fathom it but yes so vandez shouts now you die but no you you kill him easily with a mirror <laughs> and then vandez is killed by the warrior and peace returns to the land the warrior gets rich and reward gets a rich reward and lives on happily end and you get this nice little scene of a castle with a with a sunset behind it and then it's one of those games rich where there's no buttons you can't push anything to carry on and go back to the game you have to reset it. (laughs) just like you have reached the end there is nothing more turn left do not collect 200 pounds do not reinsert double dungeons into your turbo graphics go outside play football (laughs) oh man uh it wasn't great. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on and I'm gonna go on to the scoring section. I'm gonna do my own score section. Right, I just want to point out, IGN gave this a three point five out of ten. Nintendo Life gave it a two out of ten, and these were like the only two, like you know, official ratings I could find. Obviously, I could find lots of YouTubes and stuff on this, but that wow, there was a 2 no, out of 10. yeah, from Nintendo Life, there was no Metacritic score, and then the, the Nintendo Life one, I, I've actually got an insert of it further down, which I'm going to read out in a bit because it's scathing. <laughs> um, but no Metacritic score whatsoever this game so it's it's up to me rich i've got to review this game um now so i'm gonna start i'm gonna start with combat i'm gonna give it a five for combat i feel it's generous it's very simple it's a very straightforward game uh but there's nothing wrong with it but there's nothing overly interesting with it like i say it's just Hit things until they die. Um, Oh, you can run away from things really easily in this game. You just push backwards or face away from the enemy. (laughs) I forgot forgot to mention that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you just hit the left button. He'll turn to the left and the thing will stop attacking you, even though it's like literally standing there still. (laughs) But yeah, it's easy to run away from stuff in this game, so it's not hard to keep yourself alive if you need to. If if you start attacking something and realise it's way too powerful for you. Oh, yeah, that's another fun thing. When you walk up to enemies, you'd get a little bit of text in the screen and it would say things like, here's a good opportunity. And that let you know that the enemy was quite weak. Or you'd get things like, it's dangerous here or <laughs> or other things. Famously, there's one that goes, zounds. And I've no idea what it means, Rich. <laughs> Sorry, they, they were on my notes, but I, I, I kind of skipped that section. <laughs> you know, but. it
0: probably just means...
1: It's, just, nothing. it's, it's really, nothing. it's really funny. It's supposed like the, these bits of text are supposed to tell you whether an enemy is too powerful for you. If it says it's dangerous here, it's just like, yeah, come back to this enemy later on once you're a bit more powered up. But yeah, the the one where it goes zounds is really funny. It's just like what zounds? <laughs> like, zounds <laughs> what what is that word? Um, but yes, uh, combat was very straightforward, very simple, mildly enjoyable because the enemies didn't take long to beat like you weren't in any sort of drawn out battles or anything. And the bosses were slightly more challenging than the rest of the enemies. But generally, as long as you had a refresh on you, you always beat the boss when you got to it. So I'm going to give okay. it a five, very average mechanics. I'm going to give a six because it actually, for, I haven't played many dungeon crawlers in my life, to be honest, but uh, it's actually really smooth the way it runs. It runs a lot smoother than the fantasy started. And the fantasy Star fantasy style was pretty smooth. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's very simple, you know, left, right, up, down, (laughs) move around, get to the shops, buy some stuff. It, It all worked. I can't really complain or fault it. And like I said, I did have fun with it. But this is where we get to the story section, Rich. Okay. Combat and mechanics is about all this game has to offer. And the story of the Vandes was very generic. It was uninspiring, you know. Warrior goes to the dungeon. Warrior finds out Demon Lord's causing trouble. Warrior kills Demon Lord. Ugh. Man smash. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 1. <laughs> Which is, I think, the worst rating story. We've never given anything. <laughs> you you gave, yeah, that's you, true. Uh, I gave something a 2 here, and you've given a few things a 2. What are they? Um, you gave Star Ocean... You didn't give Star Ocean a two. No, sorry, the one above it. You gave uh, Final Fantasy Legend a two for story, and we both gave Final Lap Twin a two for story. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'm giving that the worst story score ever. Um, Graphics, I'm going to give it a three. So it's not the worst um, that I've rated. I've rated Final Lap Twin worst. You've also rated Final Lap Twin a three, and and Dungeon Explorer, you gave that two. Uh, I'm going to give it a three just because I thought the sprite work was really nice on the enemies, but other than that, it's all very boring and uninspired. Music's getting a one. No, I'm going to give it a two because it wasn't it wasn't annoying, but I got upset with it or turned it off. It wasn't annoying that it got stuck in my head, but it was just all very again uninspiring. It's just not enough of it. You can't have a game with only four tracks that's got 22 dungeons and has the biggest dungeon of any game I've ever seen. You can't do that to me. You just can't do that to me. So yeah, music's getting a two. Um, An overall feel. uh, If this had been a 16 dungeon game, I would have probably given it a seven. I reckon that would have been a decent amount that I could have handled. Yeah. Beyond that, it was just too, too much. It's too repetitive to play that amount of dungeons. And for them to just bloat that much and get that big, it's just insane. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a free because I ended up dreading coming back to the game. I would just dread it, Rich. <sighs> Which means. We have an overall rating of 33.33. That's it, Rich. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh, my God, this game. It was uh, terrible. (laughs) Again, it was kind of, it was all right. It wasn't overly terrible. But uh, it was just too big. Too big, too repetitive, made it too boring and made me dread it um and the final boss vendez uh he was so easy i'm going to give him a five out of 100 (laughs) as a boss score which is wad. that is bad man bad 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 oh okay let's see what our our lovely folks in the arpega universe think of the game yes shall we sure so listeners uh so comments so this is from caspius uh who's from the day tonight podcast who are doing a uh, they're preparing for us to think and to uh Sudayken to play through i think that's probably the best i've ever pronounced that game. <laughs> he said in short it's not very good and in slightly longer yep. terms he said he played it for less than two hours and it was apparent immediately that it was ponderous and dreadful Ooh, ponderous is a good word <laughs> and it did not improve at all from there. It did, however, become worse, which is an accomplishment of sorts. <laughs> Thank you, <Caspians. laughs> Um And that's basically the only comments we had on it. So uh, we've got some questions here from our lovely, our lovely folks. So Rob, Rob Lennon, he says, is the game too massive for its own good? And who makes 16 hour final dungeon? Well, we don't know who makes the 16 hour final dungeon because I can't find any bloody information on it. It's just a Matsu Games or whatever it was called. That's right. <laughs> Bastards. Um but yes, the game is too massive for its own good. Uh like I said, I think sixteen dungeons would have just been about bearable. Beyond that, I think it's just too much. They they went they went balls out rich. Not in a good way. Crazy. Who <laughs> would do such a thing? Yeah. Oh. Right, anyway, so uh Disa visa asks uh what do you think they should have done with the game to make it feel fresh alternatively is it too simple and should not have been made uh good good questions um well to make it feel fresh would have been um more enemies maybe some enemy movement and interactions uh and yeah even like fantasy star one uh the dungeons are exactly the same. The brickwork's exactly the same. But they make them different colours as you go through the game. And as sad as it is, like, it is just changing the palette of the actual background, but it makes a huge difference rather than just looking at the same grey walls over and over and over and over and over again. It's just anything. They could have done anything else. They could have just added something to this game and it would have been slightly better. Just more scenery. know, maybe put a poster on the wall every now and then, you know? listen to the Peggy. (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah just anything they could have done you know even the bloody doors to the shops never changed even the doors to the final dungeons never changed just nothing ever changed in this game it was just the same stuff but more bigger each time and bigger is not always better sometimes you need content people is this content who knows no (laughs) uh caleb Mikkel asks is this uh worst game you've ever played yes no i don't know i never played it (laughs) um this is not the worst game i've ever played uh there is a football game that was on the uh the mega drive or the genesis which i played as a kid and it's the only game where within an hour of playing it i've taken it back to the shop (laughs) uh it was one of the early pro evo games now As time goes on, I'm a pro-Evo head, not a FIFA head, which will make sense to no one apart from someone in the UK who likes football. (laughs) Who is probably just shouting at me, going, no, FIFA's better. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's not the worst game I've ever played. There's not many games that's better, though. I'll say that. (laughs) Right, we've got a review from Disa Rich. Um, Okay. Do you want to give my tongue a rest and I'll let you read it? no you this is your baby i'm just kidding all right let me, look
0: here. Let me just see here so dc's review let me know when is, you want to scroll as down. a fan
1: huh let me know when you want me to scroll down
0: okay as a fan of the dungeon crawlers you might think more the merrier right bigger is always better all well, unfortunately not really double dungeons is an uninspired as it is long as a 10 dungeon long crawler with 11th slightly bigger dungeons um it Could actually have been decent, at least fun and relaxing to map instead of a 22 dungeon. Turns out uh, to be exercise and patience and endurance. It reminds me of exercising, unfortunately. It's all in your mind. You can take a lot more than you think. That's what she said. Um, And (laughs) it is more about focus and sticking with it. Uh, But this is an exercise. This is a game. Games are meant to entertain, challenging, yes. But this game isn't even challenging, just terribly repetitive. If it was a shooter, I could find good things to say about it, but if it stands the way it is, I think uh, you said shorter, short drawn turn. out. <laughs> Dungeon Crawler, there's really no reason to play unless you're stranded on a desert island, even though you're probably better off just enjoying the sunset.
1: <laughs> I like that last bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no real reason to play unless you're stranded on a desert island, and even then you're probably better off enjoying the sunset. I think that sums up this game nicely. <laughs> uh, as I said, I took the snip from the uh, IGN review <laughs> just for um, <laughs> just, just for laughs. Uh, they said, Double Dungeon appears to be an attempt to give a graphical presentation to the old text-paced RPGs from the 80s and comes across with a vibe very similar to playing one on an old PC. It has very little story, and what there is is laughable. <laughs> it has very little gameplay, too, and there is... a and what there is is also laughable Uh, it really has little uh, very little if anything other than laughability (laughs) Um, yeah so they didn't really like it (laughs) Uh, and that's basically it Rich that wraps up our Double Dungeons review which in turn wraps up our year of 1990 so we can now move on with our lives Goodbye, nineteen nineteen. Anyway, that, we'll save that for next week. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got uh, four games to talk about next week. We'll be discussing Fantasy Star 2, Final Fantasy Legend, uh Yeast Book 1 and 2, and Double Dungeons. Uh, yeah, get to talk about Double Dungeons again, Rich. How would you feel about that?
0: Am I, am I still on mute? Yeah,
1: I feel yeah. fine about that. Sorry about you or me. <laughs> I was about to start singing All By Myself. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. All by myself. Yeah. So, the hell of Double Dungeons is over, folks. So, if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can always contact us on Twitter, at RPG Years, or you can contact me directly at Metanica M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. And me at Hailblue1569. Yep. Uh, If you like the show, uh, you can always sponsor us a buck a month on Patreon and get the episodes a day early. There are also some other tiers there if you want to throw in some games, if you want to throw some games our way that you really want us to play earlier. Um, Although we've got a bit of a backlog of those to go through. (laughs) <laughs> That's right, um, and yeah uh, feel free to rate and review us on whatever uh, podcasting app you happen to be listening on uh, we, we love your feedback um, other than that you know uh, there's links below to our discord channel and our youtube channel and all that sort of stuff and yeah get involved with the material lockdown guys we're doing really well on that uh, I need to organise my next hours stream my first stream was epic <laughs> I have to say uh, Barrett got down to one HP Rich Ooh. during the boss fight with the uh, the scorpion guard <laughs> and I just suddenly had Rob and uh, <laughs> Rob and Tyler just shouting at me, I'd, oh my god he's got one HP, It's like what? who? tell me where, <laughs> tell me where to find my potion <laughs> uh, yeah it was really good <laughs> and then the panic on Tyler's face when he realised we had, uh, not on his face but the, the panic in his voice when he realised we had 10 minutes to get out of the reactor and <laughs> it had taken us like half an hour to get down to the bottom of it yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. But yeah, well, I'm going to arrange the second half of that. But yeah, guys, remember if you sponsor the Materia Lockdown, for every $100 raised, we add on an extra hour to my blindfolded playthrough so we really want you guys to get involved with that so if you are playing a material lockdown just think of sponsoring like one or two bucks it all helps and it all goes towards a good cause um because it's the motor Neuron disease association and i know the link i've got is for the uk part of it because i'm in the uk but they are a worldwide charity it's not just yes not just the uk side of things um yeah so you know get involved sponsor a buck and uh make me play more stuff blindfolded because my helmet That's is right. really uncomfortable rich Awesome. <laughs> uh, I was sweating like my eye, my my for my brow was just absolutely beading in sweat, and it was all going in my eyes. I was like putting my hand underneath it to hold it away from my face. It was horrible. <laughs> I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to fix that somehow. But yeah, that's it, guys. Um, so no more double dungeons. No more getting lost in dungeons. No more finding snowmen in dungeons that are kidnapping young children. From now on, we are we're heading to the frontier, Rich, because I Yay. need a saga. <laughs> What's the saga? It's on, Is the front- it's on the frontier. It's on the frontier. <laughs>